Hi, this is Ken Allen with another MS Gym Member Spotlight. And today I have with me Jody Feltham on the line. How are you doing, Jody? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks, Ken. Awesome. Thanks so much for joining us today. Well, first I want to apologize for everyone watching. I was just sharing with Jody um, before she came on. Uh, it's spring break here for my son, and I was going to do it from the, the home office, and it was too disruptive in my house, so I just needed to get out, so I'm here at Starbucks. <laughs> do it so I apologize if there's any background noise um, but that's my situation today so we, we improvise <laughs> so anyway so Jody um, why don't we just start you know and if you guys are active in the in the in the group you probably see Jody a lot she's one of our most active moderators she's so supportive in so many ways um, whether it's just giving her two cents worth um, based on her personal experiences or directing you to resources. Uh, she's one of our most active moderators and just just all around awesome. Uh, awesome person helping support people. And so you probably are familiar with her if you're active in the group. Um, and, you know, like I said, I, I'm really thankful that you came on today, Jody. So why don't we start, Jody, just you could kind of just tell everyone a little about, you know, not so much about MS, but right now, but just uh, about yourself, you know, tell us a little about your background, who you are, where you're from, and whatever else you feel comfortable sharing. All right. Well, I'm really glad to be here today and get a chance to share with you guys. So I am a Kanaka. I am from, from Canada, just outside of Toronto. Um, for most of my life, I've lived in the area. Um, for career wise, I went to school and kind of followed in the lines of my mother. I'm an ultrasound technologist. Um, and I got to, um, work at that field for almost 15 years. So pretty much from the time I was 20 onwards, um, during that time, I also got to, um, I lived in India for three years and I volunteered my skills over there and, Kind of at the end of that stent, life changed drastically, and I moved back home to Canada in August of 2009. So, and so, so when were you when were you diagnosed with with MS? Um, I was diagnosed officially uh, January 11, 2010, and it was actually by one of the radiologists that I work for, and. Uh, I think I had been living in denial of what was really going on because at at that time I was actually doing pretty well. I was I was pretty symptom free. Mm -hmm. So, so what is that like? A day that you just still remember? Like what was, what did that when we told you had a mess? What what did that feel? What was what was that like for you? Um, it was a really hard time for me. I had just gone through a lot of transitions in my life. I had just kind of come back from India and I had just finalized my divorce and a few months after that I was diagnosed so I call it like my year of the double D like divorce and diagnosis and um, I felt really isolated and alone especially um, my faith and my church have always been a big a big part of my life and I already felt um, not that I was judged by the church but I always felt fearful being 
a divorcee and now I was diagnosed and I really felt like it was two strikes against me and I really felt like I guess I'm going to be alone you know at 30 years old I'm going to be alone for my life so it was there was a lot of despair that day so how did you pick yourself up from there um it was a faith my faith was a huge part I was able to do some counseling and it was actually um a ministry at my church called breakthrough and it helped go through all the trauma helped me go through all the issues of my divorce and my diagnosis and my child and everything and that was a huge a huge part of my healing and just at the end of that i actually ended up meeting my husband phil so that was a that was a big moment for me yeah so yeah, you never know. That turned into a, you. You just know, you don't know where the path is going to take you, and yeah, so that's for sure. So that's great. Um, and you guys have been married how long now? Um, just over seven years. We we will have met eight years ago in on the eleventh of April. So January eleventh was my diagnosis, and then April eleventh when I met Phil. So my that day was redeemed. The eleventh was redeemed for me. That's so. awesome. That's awesome. Um, and so as far as exercise, let's talk before the MS gym. Um, we, what was your exercise routine before the MS gym? Or did you have a regular routine? How important did you realize exercise was to be, for your healing? Um, exercise was a big deal. When I came back from India, that was kind of my thing. I went to the gym like six days a week. Like I, I was in amazing shape. And like I said, 2010, um, I had a few a few relapses between 2010 and 2015, but I always bounced back, and so I was running and everything. Like I, I loved to run, and uh, I had a nasty relapse 2015, just before I started Limtrada, and everything kind of changed for me. So I lost a lot of my abilities and my stamina and things like that so but i've always known that exercise has been a huge a huge part in anyone's life not just m m and m s life sure and i i know you've said you've said to me personally when we've spoken off camera um that you found you're going through a pretty dark time when, when you discovered the ms gym and, and trevor and, and can mm -hmm. you talk about that and what it meant to you you know to, to find the MSG, what, what it's meant for you? It's meant the world. Um, on uh, May 15th, I had gone into my neurologist and he basically told me that the Limtrada, nothing would work. He, he said, I think you've turned secondary progressive. And that was absolutely devastating to me because I had gone through so much and I had lost so much by choosing to, to do that treatment. So that was really rough. And uh, the next morning we actually had planned a trip. So we flew out to New York the next day. And so emotionally I was heavy and overburdened. And then New York had this massive heat wave that week. And it was, it was a tough trip. I, I needed assistance a lot, something that I never had in, trips where Phil and I used to go to Paris and walk around all day. I could walk 10 minutes and then I was done. 
so that was hard. And uh, for the few weeks that followed that, I, I remember feeling like, like my prayers weren't being answered or anything and that I was alone, that I almost had been forsaken. And uh, my mom and I, we stumbled upon some exercises for foot drop. And that was actually Trevor on, on YouTube and uh, just kind of amazed and listening to his talks and stuff and just bawling my eyes, just hearing his words. Like I felt like all those tears, they had amounted to something. And ironically, May 15th was the first day that the MS gym started. Wow. So it's been, it's been a big turning point in my life for sure. Yeah, that, it's, it, that's amazing. You found it, it just the timing, just, it's amazing how the right teacher shows up at the right time. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, we talk about mindset obviously a lot in the in the, in the MS gym, and there's a reason we have uh, motivation Mondays. <laughs> there's a reason it's it's so popular, um, and, and mindset is is crucial. It's, it's not just if you have MS to for every. I mean, I I don't have MS. I I struggle with many things in my life, like, and it's the way I solve a problem is it's everything starts with a thought. It's how you're gonna deal with the challenges. I I I. I personally suffered from all, all kinds of things, um, depression, anxiety, you name it. And have had, you know, most, most, many of us have had all kinds of challenges. So I, I always say that, you know, everything starts with mindset. Um, but I, I want to take a couple of quotes from you and, and see if you can just kind of elaborate on them a little bit. So th these are a couple of things that you shared. Um, you said the, the ebb and flow of the disease is the biggest challenge. One day, one day can be victory and the next month is defeat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, it's, it's cause my, you know, Phil's been with me since, since almost since my whole diagnosis and, and things have been so easy for like the five years. Um, sometimes, you know, with MS, we try to uh, formulate answers and say, if I do A and B, then C will happen. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's the complete opposite. I might do I might do a million things right, and the result will not be C. It will be something unpleasant. And Phil says all the time, he said, I've given up trying to understand your disease because every day is different. Sometimes every hour is different. Sometimes every time I get out of my chair is different from when I sat down. So it's just, it's learning to hold on to that ebb and flow and not go into into despair when suddenly things were okay two minutes ago and suddenly they're not so it's it's a challenge because you never know what's what's coming what's what's up next yeah so it's, it's the unpredictability absolutely because as humans we we like routine we like predictability <laughs> Absolutely. We like to know that A plus B is going to equal equal C. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so, so, so that, yeah, I, I mean, I, I knew today I woke up, I knew I looked at my schedule, I looked, okay, I got an interview with Jody at one o'clock. <laughs> and if something threw that off, if, if, if the technology connection was not right, or if, or if I couldn't load this video when I'm ready to load it, anything, it's all, and I'm just using that as an example, but we, it throws me off. It's like I expect things to go a certain way, and it's like when it, when it doesn't, and I'm giving, I'm being kind of tongue-in-cheek here because I'm giving it, it, this, 
a technology glitch is petty compared is nothing compared in the scheme of things. But my point is, we we, we want things to go. <laughs> That's how, as humans, we're programmed. We want things to work out a certain way, and we kind of structure our lives so that okay, if we do this and this, this will, you know, like you said, A plus B will equal C. So mm-hmm. when it's constantly thrown off like that, um, it it really I, I'd imagine just can kind of wreak havoc on the mindset at times. Like, what's going on here? How do I deal with this? <laughs> yeah. One, one of the things that I found, too, is that getting in the mental frame, like talking to people that have wisdom, that have experience, because I, I know a lot of times I feel like I'm all, well, I'm only 38, but in the I'm not 60, but I'm just saying it's when you're young and you've been through, you feel like you've been through so much and you know, I do my mall walks in the morning and, and the people I walk with are like 60 or 70 and they walk so much better than I do. So there's this weight of feeling this is really unfair. And the, when you get stuck in that, it becomes very paralyzing because as long as I'm focused on, on how unfair this disease is and how it affects, you know, young adults and 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 things and how much it feels like it takes away from life. It stops me from doing anything because I get stuck in that mindset of this is not fair, not okay. This isn't, this isn't what I was hoping for, but what can I do to make things better? Right. So it, 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 when you get into that mindset, which understandably that, that happens. And as, as humans, it's a common thing to look at what's missing. Like what's wrong and what's missing rather than putting our attention on our, our blessings and what's right. And sometimes understandably it's easy to, you know, we, we all have different things that we deal with, but that, that, that's, you know, that's a hard place to operate from. It's constantly, we're constantly operating from what's missing and how unfair mm-hmm. things are and why me, whatever, whatever the, that internal dialogue that goes on. So how, so how do you get yourself out of that state? Um, do you have, and it's different for everyone. I mean, I, I think some of it's obviously trial and error, right? Some people meditate, some people journal, some people need that quiet time to themselves to just figure out, like, leave me alone. You know, I'll just work my way through it. Some people need to talk to them. There's, there's not a right or wrong. And, and, but for you personally, what, what, you know, what do you do to get yourself out of that state? Cause you know, when you're in it and you know, you're just hurting yourself even more. It's like, pouring more onto the wound, you know, because so, so how do you get yourself, you know, back to, to a better place mentally? Mm -hmm. There's a, there's a few things I do. I think talking, talking to friends or talking to a counselor, talking to my husband and certainly plugging in, in the MS gym. I know when I have really crap days, I'm like, the first thing I want to do is write a post. I, I need the encouragement of others. I need people to say, you know what? I totally, I totally get where you are. And this too will pass, even though right now it feels like the end of the world. So that's, that's been huge. And you know what? Sometimes it's going to my room and bawling my eyes out. Sometimes that's what it takes, right? It's, it's a constant, it's a constant process of grieving, right? Because there's losses and some take some days we find more than other days and and it's important to process that through so there's there's no shame in tears it's it's actually quite cathartic to be able to cry yeah and I, i'm going to quote you again you you this is another quote from you um it's a daily choice to press on and believe every day mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I I loved that book that Trevor Misty took us through, The Traveler's Gift. And there's a few quotes, but persists without exception. I hear that, I hear Trevor saying that in my head all of the time when I want to get in get in my pity party or think, what what's the use? You know, like I went to bed last night and I was limber and moving and I woke up this morning and my whole body's spastic and it's hard to get going. But I keep thinking of that persists without exception. And really, what other, what other choice do we have? Like it's, if we don't push on, then we just kind of die, even if it's from an emotional perspective. Like, you know, we all need hope. We all need to believe for something more. Mm-hmm. So persist without exception is just in my heartbeat now. Absolutely. So tell us, uh, we're going to wrap soon, but t- tell us, um, so now, obviously, at, at, we all, as, as we as we get older, are our goals, goals change. And, and that's for all of us. I mean, I remember being 10 years old, I thought I'd be a star pitcher for the New York Yankees. I was a baseball, I love baseball back then. But no matter, for all of us, as we get older, um, things change. And obviously, MS throws a whole other wrinkle on things. But what, for you now, at this stage, you're like, what, what gets you excited? What are your goals? What, how do you, where, where do you see your future? What, what motivates you? Mm-hmm. You know, for the longest time, like I said about my career as an ultrasound tech, I, I loved I loved my job. And last year I was working in the hospital. I felt a lot of fulfillment in that. And just the transition, like it just, the MS gym came at the right time in my life. And then when Misty asked me to moderate and, you know, and getting more involved, I feel so much, I feel so much purpose in that. And I get excited to see new people. And I love... I love giving links to people and stuff like that. I just want to help. And like my heart is opened up to where I once said I'm never going on. I don't ever want to go on an MS walk because I don't want to see, you know, what, what could, what could come of this or be, be sad and depressed. And now I'm like, I want to be an advocate for MS. Like I can't wait when it's, when we have ours in, in May and I, I'm hoping I'm going to have my, MS gym shirt and I'm going to wear that with pride and it makes me excited. I go into my neurologist appointments and I have like little business cards with the MS gym and I go up to complete strangers, something that I, I would not be able to do before, but it's like, I have this amazing gift to give you. And so I like, you can see on my face, I'm excited. I'm passionate. I feel like I have a winning lottery ticket to give people now. That's awesome. We love having you and we appreciate and people feel that and know that. I mean, we, we posted and you guys could probably look it up. I could probably put the link up when I, when I post this interview, but of you running, I think it was a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. and I couldn't, I mean, the outpouring of love and likes and hearts and comments because you always support everybody. So like mm-hmm. everyone was just kind of so happy, you know, cheering you on and you know, I, I think what's great, one of the things that's, that's developed, um, and I see this um, particularly in, in the members' corner, is the relationships. Um, and, you know, and honestly, if, if anyone's even on, on the fence about, like, posting, because some people are a little more, I don't know if nervous is the right word, but it's, maybe it's just not their thing to post on Facebook, feel a little more, un- I mean, this is obviously a closed community, but still, it, it, it's people, it's a lot of people from all over the world. And 
many of not some people are not comfortable posting a video of themselves or sharing the sh but it seems every time someone does they're so glad that they did because it's there's this outpouring of love and support and 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 community and like i said fr friendships evolving and um so you know and anything you want to add to that just as far as far as the community aspect and and, and and just share sharing the the, the wins and, and and the tough days yeah you know what it's it's it is an amazing community and i think we all feel like this we cannot wait like honestly we were outside best by getting my husband a new computer and that's when i ran i like as soon as he took the video we went inside and i was trying to get on the wi-fi so i could upload my video because i was so excited and i wanted to celebrate with with my friends and I know that I know that there's so many other people, you know, that want to celebrate their victories and they want other people to come alongside them and say, well done. And uh, it feels so good to post victories. And you know what? It feels good to post the struggles too, because you, it's like a warm hug from all over the world of people that care about you. And I just encourage those that there are a lot of, there are a lot of members that do post, but there, I'm sure there's a lot that don't. And you know what? We all, we all need support and, you know, no man is an island and we need each other. It's too hard. This battle is far too hard to go alone. And maybe we won't have physical people, but we've got virtual people. We all need, we need the love and the support. So. Awesome. Well, those are words of wisdom and uh, we're going to, I could listen to you for hours. I mean, you're, you're, you're just really, uh, a really articulate person and strong and uh, I, I appreciate you coming on today but I'm just conscious of time because we're such an ADD society so I'm like that's that's just the interview in me is like all right you know try to keep it to 20 minutes to a half an hour um, but you've shared so, so much great stuff with us today and I, I thank you so much for coming on and uh, just sharing yourself with everybody mm. so. well thank you for the opportunity Ken oh my pleasure so Anyway, so we're going to wrap. So for another MS Gym member spotlight, this is Ken Allen. Make it a great day.